My family creates music, art, and books. Please support us and check it all out. Links are in the description. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out the links in my description. Welcome to God TV Radio. I hope you're all blessed. I was watching an extremely enormous YouTuber by the name of PewDiePie. Nice name, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, right? And he made a video complaining about the fact that YouTube has removed the dislike button on videos. Um, at first, he says he doesn't care, and then after thinking about it for five minutes, now he cares. And he uh, points out that he thinks that dislike button is important so people can tell if a video sucks or if it's terrible or not. Now, PewDiePie, obviously, since he's got, uh, what, uh, about a million, over a hundred million subscribers to his channel, he hasn't had a lot of, uh, how shall I say, major ups and downs on YouTube. And we've also got to remember that PewDiePie doesn't do debates, he doesn't do discussions, he's not a philosopher, he doesn't do anything having to do with science, um, he does the occasional thing where he talks about a video game, music, movies, all this kind of stuff. But let's say that PewDiePie decided one day that he wanted to get on video and claim to be, let's say, an atheist, that he lacks a belief in deities. Well, there's a lot of religious people who may not be interested in watching his videos anymore if he shares that viewpoint. What if he claims to be a hardcore Christian and of a particular denomination? All of a sudden, even though his videos might be good, and he's still the same PewDiePie, there are certain people out there who do not like um, if you're a part of a group or a part of a label. It's that, uh, what do they call it, group think mentality. I have discovered over the years uh, doing YouTube that a lot of people dislike a video, whether they've even watched it or looked at it or not. PewDiePie knows just as well as I that any YouTuber out there can go to your analytics and you can see whenever a video has taken some extremely negative or positive impact on it. And I have discovered that whenever I share my political views, even though I know my video is quality content, looks good, sounds good, I'm very articulate, I express myself well, I make excellent points about the different views, there are people out there who will go out of their way to subscribe to you just so they can argue with you, fight with you, or make videos against you. Um, and they, some of these people have several YouTube accounts. They have the ability to log in and log out and weaponize the dislike button. They may not want your message out there. They may not enjoy a debate that you did where you end up clobbering or destroying someone on an intellectual level that they too share views with. People simply don't like that. So they'll come along and they will rampage your dislike button. Now, for me, technically, it wouldn't matter. If someone doesn't like what I have to say on a video, so be it. You've disliked it, you walk away. Go find some other videos to watch that you enjoy. Makes perfect sense to me. But the problem is, is that there are people out there where they will remain subscribed to you. There are people out there I've discovered 
where not only will they dislike your videos and go through every single one of them, no matter what the topic is, they'll dislike it. It's almost as if they're waiting to get a notification just so they can smash that dislike without even bothering to watch. And you can actually look in your analytics and you can tell whenever people are actually watching a video or if they only watch like the first five seconds to 30 seconds to however long or made it halfway through. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, is that there's a reason why it is that YouTube created terms of service and community guidelines. There's a reason why there's people out there that end up getting shut down and banned and all this kind of stuff. I don't even know if they do banning anymore. I think they just kind of suspend an account and then the videos on that person's channel is removed. Uh, they seem to have let in thousands of thousands of people return with the expectation that people just simply change their behavior or how they're doing things. Unfortunately, there's also cases where people have done nothing wrong whatsoever. Not only have people weaponized the dislike button, but they've also reported people falsely. Now, I have said this in the past. I have no issue with someone reporting someone if they're doing something illegal or they're terrible are they deliberately, intentionally trying to hurt another person's reputation or who they are as a person on the internet in order for them to get views to their own channel and get paid through monetization? I think it's wrong. I think a lot of YouTubers out there, you're trying to sell products. You're trying to invest a lot of time in yourself and you spend a lot of money on some of the equipment that you use in order to make these quality videos. And then somebody decides one day they just simply don't like your face. They don't like what you have to say. They don't like your views. And there's a lot of immature people out there like that. I have noticed that if you're a conservative, then liberals and Democrats will go to that YouTube channel, not even listen to the points or what is being said, and just simply dislike it into the ground. I have seen countless Christians out there where they'll do a wholesome video about why it is they love and believe in Jesus and what God did for them in their life. And then the atheist community comes over and just totally slams them. It There are groups out there that have been absolutely and completely exposed for using software and programs back in the day whenever YouTube was in its infancy. YouTube has had to do a lot of patching, a lot of bug fixing, and they've had to deal with a lot of vulnerabilities and exploits because some people have managed to get a hold of programs and software out there where they can actually cause your dislike button to say a thousand dislikes uh, and they're all fabricated. They call it, um, I believe, flagging bots as well as uh, dislike bots to do that. And they can also use the program to up someone that they like. So you could see how utilizing software like that could help out someone who's got a political or religious or non-religious agenda. If you don't want it to where religious people can speak anymore and you want to silence them, then you would falsely report them, one. You would also dislike their video. That way people are on a psychological level, their psyche when they're looking at a video, they see all those dislikes, they're going to think that the video is terrible. And even Pie himself said, 
Well, this I like the dislike button. Ironically, I like the dislike button because if I want to watch a tutorial on something and it's got a bunch of dislikes on it, then I know not to waste my time. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? People aren't going to waste their time listening to a conservative or somebody like Candace Owens or Ben Shapiro if a bunch of people have the ability to just knock the hell out of the video and do whatever they want to it. There are people who do that not just for political agendas. There's not just people out there who are butthurt simply because someone doesn't agree with their ideas. There's some people who do it because they just think it's fucking hilarious. They do it because they think it's funny to see the reaction of someone whenever their entire YouTube channel is either wiped out or completely totaled. It makes them get some kind of feeling of power whenever they're able to control what is being said, who gets to talk on social media. I personally hate it. I really, really like the concept of freedom of speech. I think that anybody out there should be able to express themselves. But personally, I don't see myself as like some kind of big corporate guy or some big businessman. I'm just a guy who likes to share my views and ideas and talk about my life. I've been known to use the internet as my own form of free, cheap therapy because I can't afford to actually go out and buy someone or, or uh, pay somebody to actually pretend as though they give a shit about my problems. I've never understood in my heart and in my mind why it is that you would go to a channel or a video knowing that you will not like it, knowing that the person makes it clear in their title and thumbnail that they do not share the same views in you, and then go to it just simply so you can uh, screw with it and mess with people. There are people out there who spend all damn day on the internet going to people's comments section and then insulting these people for no reason whatsoever. Now, a guy like PewDiePie, maybe he doesn't understand that. Maybe he doesn't because he's had so much success. You'll notice the difference between someone who's smaller and someone who's uh, quite successful. PewDiePie is clearly a representation of someone who's done great. He's had a lot of YouTubers and put a lot of money, obviously, into advertisements. I've often wondered to myself, too, because I looked around on Google and I've noticed that there are people out there who can purchase. They can actually go to websites that say that will advertise that they will, if you pay them, then they'll get a bunch of Asians together and come over to your YouTube channel and like it through the roof. And then also, on top of it, create thousands of accounts to subscribe to you, and then they go away. They leave. That's one of the reasons why YouTube ended up making an algorithm that if someone doesn't use their account for a certain amount of time, they remove those accounts. Because people were cheating and creating several accounts or paying for people to like up their videos and do subscriptions, and then it was giving a bunch of people an unfair advantage. YouTube is very psychological. You see a video, you see that it's got a million views, and you actually think in your mind that a million people actually watch the video. You see a bunch of dislikes, you automatically think to yourself, ah, this person's not even worth my time. This can hurt people who are doing businesses as well. 
Look at what has happened to the music industry as well as movies and artists. A band gets up there, and because their lead vocalist has a big mouth and likes to run his mouth every once in a while, now all of a sudden a bunch of people decided they want to go through the entire music YouTube channel, insult not only the person but the music, and then dislike everything just because they didn't agree with something a lead vocalist or guitar player said. That's not right, it's not fair, and we can't even begin to believe or pretend as though people are just going to simply be mature and say, oh, I don't like these videos, I'll just click out of the browser and go watch something else. No, there are some people who suffer from autism, there are people who have all kinds of problems with their head, and some people, they get it in their mind that they need to become obsessed with a certain target. That's the reason why we have stalkers, cyberbullying. Where do you think all that comes from? A person who is invested in cyberbullying and attacking another person, they're going to use whatever tools you give them in order to dismantle another person whether they're making negative videos about them, whether they're liking or disliking their videos into the trash. And these are things to think about. I gotta be honest with you, I find it funny that it's a lot of big YouTubers, the ones that are doing really great that have YouTube sponsoring them and featuring them, who seem to be the one crying about a dislike button. Because you're doing great and wonderful, you assume that because you're doing good, everybody else is being treated fairly. We're not. And uh, and there is another issue. I know that PewDiePie has had a lot of controversy done towards him. I know that there's reporters out there. He's been in the news where they try to tear his reputation down or deliberately misinterpret what it is that he's saying in order to make him look like an asshole. Do you realize, PewDiePie, if you're even listening, even if you have five minutes to even listen or absorb what I'm telling you, that don't you realize that these news reporters and these media, when they were going after you back in the day, things could have been totally different for you than what they are now. If humanity would have looked at the, this media and taken it seriously, had it not been that people were getting to the point where news was fake and everything that's being said on it is a damn lie and everybody took the media seriously, you could have been crushed. You might have been canceled off of YouTube. You may still end up getting canceled off of YouTube. If the media would have been able to have a bigger reach, the ones that went after you, talk about some dislikes, talk about some unfair treatment, you would have been spending the next year defending yourself on YouTube until it all just faded away. So ladies and gentlemen, before you get on video, just to run your mouth and pretend as though you know something or like you understand some enlightened state that other people don't about how this shit works, please do five minutes of research. I mean, it's not like this is some kind of secret. You go to Google, type in people weaponizing dislike, people uh, dogpiling YouTubers and all this, people doing what is referred to as false flagging. Hell, I've even had people falsely accuse me of doing a bunch of shit that I've never done in my life. Anytime I've ever reported someone, it was because it actually 
broke community guidelines or terms of service. I don't just go around looking for random ass videos to screw with people. The videos have to be extremely illegal. They have to be personal in nature and have nothing to do with the truth about who I am as a person. I don't want misleading nonsense or propaganda or bullshit. I'm all about free speech and freedom of the press, but I'm not cool with the idea of the media trying to drag my ass through the mud just because they're trying to sell a fucking paper. So that's that's where I'm at. I just, I just found the video to be extremely shallow. And if a bunch of fans of Pootie Pie see my video, they'll prove my point. Because they may say, oh, this guy doesn't agree with this popular YouTuber. And then all of his audience and fans will then, what will they do? They'll dislike the piss out of my video. Probably call me a scumbag and give me a detailed description on how I should end my existence. That's how it works on YouTube, right? You try to communicate. You try to engage your community. Sometimes you don't agree with what the hell you're, you're being uh, told or what you hear. And then the next thing you know... You're like a turd in a punch bowl. Awkward as hell. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed my video. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and I hope you're all having a blessed day. When you get an opportunity, check out the links in my description. Check out my books, music, and art, and also t-shirts and merchandise. Also, if you check the links in the description, as well as the front of the YouTube channel, you can see my wife, Dawn Keen's uh, videos that she has streamed in the past. Uh, you will also see streaming videos that my brother, Justin Keen, and his wife, Autumn Keen, and their kids have been doing. Um, sometimes they do commentary, sometimes they don't, but it's always interesting. They've been switching between Fallout 76 as well as Call of Duty and plan to play many, many other games. And I've also got a list of games that I plan on playing on the Keen Family channel, reviewing them, talking about them, showing gameplay and such. I just recently, myself, did a Elder Scrolls online video and it turned out really well let me turn down my audio a little bit it looks like i'm whenever i speak up it looks like it's going into the red so let's turn down that mixer okay so recently uh youtube ended up removing the dislikes now what this means is you can still click the dislike button but you won't be able to see the impact that you've had on a video a lot of people may not know this, but whether you dislike a video or like a video, it ends up bringing it up in the search engines as well as a ratio. Uh, when someone actually engages a video, whether they put a comment or dislike or like, it actually benefits your videos and brings them up. That's the good thing. 
The bad thing is, though, if someone were to come to come to your video, let's say you have a gaming channel or you're preaching about God or you're an atheist who is suggesting that you come from primates, if someone out there who's popular decides they don't like you or they feel that what you're saying is too controversial or doesn't agree with their viewpoint and they've got a huge audience, they can tell their audience they don't like you they can get personal, they can get nasty, they can get rough, and then their audience will come over to the channel that the YouTuber claims that offends them and dislike the video into the ground. Now, the dislikes help bring it up in the search engines, but there is a major problem that it also causes, and this was the reason why people even did what they were doing in the first place. If someone comes to a video and they see that a YouTuber, let's say, has less than 50 subscribers and the person's got five likes, but they have 100 dislikes, unfortunately, it is natural and on a psychological level that if someone sees that many dislikes compared to likes, they may switch off the video. They may leave the video. And YouTube did studies and research showing that the dislikes actually impacts YouTubers in a negative way because when an audience or someone is trying to get some new subscribers or viewers, they can't because they look at those dislikes and they say to themselves, well, if that many people dislike the video, then that must mean the video isn't worth watching in the first place and they leave. The trolls and the haters and the people who enjoy chaos and destruction, they knew that, or they wouldn't have been doing it for the last decade to other YouTubers. If they didn't like someone, or they didn't agree with someone, or they got defeated in a discussion or a debate having to do with a subject or a topic matter, they would send their friends and their audiences over, and some of these users were even caught creating several hundred accounts that they would simply log out of, sign into their new account, come over, and continue to dislike the video into the ground. The sad thing is, is that YouTube also proved that according to stats and analytics, that a lot of these videos were getting dislikes. I don't know if many of you know this, but if you were to go into your YouTube studio and look in your dashboard and also how long people are actually watching a video, you're going to find out that a lot of these people who dislike videos have not even watched the entire video. Some of them didn't even watch even 30 seconds of the video. In most of my videos, my introductions are less than 30 seconds long. And it says that some of these people didn't even manage to get through the intro of the video to even see what the message or what was being talked about. Now, some out there could argue, well, maybe it's because your intros are crap. No, I've always had positive input about my intros. A lot of people think that my intros are pretty cool as well as my outros. And even if someone did not like the intro, they could easily just skip to the actual part of the video. A lot of people do that on many, many videos if they don't enjoy what they're seeing in the front of it. The problem is, is that people, they get it in their head that they don't like the person. So they end up subscribing to them just so every time a video can go up, they can come over and dislike a video.
and this has been done to thousands and thousands of people, including myself. So it's not a matter of something personal or just that there are special rare cases. There are YouTubers who do that on a uh, constant basis. There's something else interesting that a lot of these YouTubers who are complaining about the dislike button being removed that they don't tell you. A lot of popular YouTubers are complaining. They don't like the idea that the dislike button is removed. But what they're not telling you is that a lot of them pay for the subscribers and the viewers that they get. That's right. If you were to go to Google right now and type in buy subscribers, buy likes, buy viewership, you can actually pay groups of people and organizations out there to inflate your subscriber and viewer count as well as your likes. Well, popular YouTubers are usually getting paid through Google AdSense, and they're getting paid through various advertisement organizations, and they are considered what is referred to as partners. So, of course, they enjoy their likes and dislike buttons because no matter how many dislikes they get, they can always throw $1,000 down and end up making it appear as that oh, they're more important than what they actually are. If you go to a YouTube channel and you see the subscriber account says this person has 50,000 subscribers, that does the same thing that the likes and dislikes does. It makes people think you're important or that you're relevant. It makes people think that you must be a very popular, rich person in all this. Some of these websites that allow you to buy subscribers and views, some of them will only ask that you pay like $20 and they say that they can get you a 1,000 subscribers within less than a week. So a lot of these big YouTubers, they use these type of things. Some of them even admit to using them on video. They will tell people, oh, would you like to be able to get over a thousand subscribers so you can get the cool features that YouTube offers those who make it over a certain amount of numbers? And again, it's a psychological thing. Someone sees a person who has only 20 subscribers compared to that of 50,000 subscribers it's going to psychologically impact a person thinking, ah, this person is special. This person is unique. This person's content must be really good if they got that many subs and viewers. You'll notice, too, that in the past there's been people who've complained and they said, oh, my goodness, I had 50,000 subscribers. And then all of a sudden I went down to 20,000 subscribers. I lost 20,000 subscribers. Well, the reason why this has happened, and unfortunately some of these clowns out here didn't realize this, is because YouTube set this thing up about three years ago where if accounts are not being used for a certain amount of time, like if an account, uh, the user doesn't log in for like three or four months, then the AI that YouTube uses in their Google crawlers Assume that the account is dead and it's not being used anymore and no content's being uploaded to it. So they remove the channel and then the user who bought the subscribers and viewers will one day come to their account and realize that they've lost all that. You see, when you pay for someone to come over and create 10,000 accounts to make it look like you have 10,000 subscribers, obviously 
most likely they're never going to upload videos to every one of those accounts in order to stop the AI from doing what it's doing. Could you imagine what it would be like trying to create 10,000 accounts and then put content on every single one of them just so you can manipulate the system? Well, they don't. So they create the accounts, and then within three months, you're going to find the YouTuber who paid for it whining on video going, YouTube screwed me over. I lost so many subscribers. What's happening? There must be a glitch in the system. No, it's not a glitch. It's just that those 10,000 accounts that you bought to make it appear as though you're popular, the character or person who made those accounts no longer signs into them. They just signed in long enough to hit the subscribe button for you and hit a like button, and they no longer exist. So not only do you lose a subscription, but you also lose all the likes you paid for. And this has angered a lot of YouTubers. A lot of YouTubers out there are pissed. And it's only the popular ones who are frustrated about the dislike button being gone. You'll also notice that if any of these popular YouTubers ever become unpopular or they say something terrible and their audience turns against them, they'll be the first to turn off their comments and be the first to turn off all the ratings altogether where you can't even see the likes or dislikes because they don't want people knowing that their videos are getting attacked or going through the hell that they're going through. But I have a solution for everybody out there, and it's up to YouTube if they want to do this. For the people who sincerely would like to see a dislike button and want to actually know how many people hate their content, I don't know anybody that would actually want to see that that has a normal working brain, but okay. But let's say you did, and YouTube was willing to work something out. What YouTube could do is offer two options in your channel section where you're editing your videos and uploading them. How about this? How about a compromise? Make it to where people can either see all your ratings or you have the choice of turning off your dislikes because you don't want to be seen. And only allow people to either like your videos and share your videos, which is what YouTube's supposed to be about, and with that option, everybody will get to choose how they want to run their YouTube channel. If you don't want it seen, turn it off. If you want it seen, turn it on. Don't just make it to where it's either to the extreme either way, where you either can't see them at all or you can blah, blah, blah kind of thing. So that's the compromise. That's the solution. I like it. I enjoy it. Because for me... I'm not looking to find a bunch of critics and haters. I'm not seeking an audience who hates me or doesn't enjoy my content. I'm seeking those who actually find my videos to be positive and impactful for their life. I want people who actually enjoy my videos to share my videos and like my videos. What kind of person would deliberately and intentionally make videos seeking out people who are going to not even watch their videos and dislike them into the ground. That would have to be an extremely stupid person. And I don't know stupid people like that. I try to stay away from them myself. So that's my thought process about it. Now, 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like me to make videos about any topics or things that are going on in the world, or you would like me to try out certain games, just simply leave a comment. Let me know what you're into. I do need to let some of you out there know this. If you leave comments on my video having nothing to do with what my actual content is about or my videos, or you're asking about something that happened five, ten years ago on the internet or whatever, having nothing to do with my God talk or my video games, I simply won't approve the comment. I only want to see um, information that is actually attributed to what I'm working on. I don't give a damn about all that other stuff. If people want to talk to me about other things, they can come over to my Facebook group page where my family and friends and people hang out and they can talk to me about random shit. But on my YouTube channel, I only want to see comments that are about the video, period. So if you don't see your comments, it's because you're talking about lollipops and candy and I'm talking about something else. If you want to talk about your own thing, then use your own YouTube channel to do such. All right, ladies and gentlemen, check out my books, check out my music, art, t-shirts, and also my family members. Have a good day. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. I hope you're all having a blessed day. When you get an opportunity, check out the links in my description. Check out my book, my music, my art. Also, check out my brother's uh, gaming streaming, my gaming streaming I do with my son. And also, whenever you get an opportunity, check out his music channel. You can also join us on Facebook. We have a group where all of our family and friends hang out and discuss all types of things, from video games to philosophy to spirituality and so on. And I also give suggestions and advice and have conversations with people. All right, so let's get right into the news. Okay, so there's a YouTube channel out there I've been watching called Clownfish TV, I believe is what it's called. And they are talking about the end of Twitter because Twitter is creating some rules. And when Twitter tends to create terms of service, then other big corporations like Facebook and YouTube usually follow very quickly right after doing exactly the same thing. And YouTube, in a way, has kind of uh, already put what is going on in place into their rule system. They just haven't been very clear or specific about some of it. So here's the deal. Twitter is stating that you are not allowed to post videos or pictures or any kind of likeness of someone unless you have their consent. So basically, you can't put up a family member unless that family member expressly makes it clear that it's okay to put them in it. You can't put up some YouTuber's image or things like this. 
You can post a direct link to their YouTube videos and state this, or you can post a video that says that you're going to be talking about the person and this is where you got the original video from that you're talking about, posting a link directly to the person. And there's a lot of people who hate that idea. They like the idea of being able to just simply uh, try to twist and misinterpret deliberately that it's okay to take people's images and then say or do whatever you want with them or create false stories or exaggerate things uh, deliberately to get views and and also what is referred to as harassment on the internet. I mean, if we really think about it, ladies and gentlemen, I know a lot of people will not like this idea or this thought process that I put out. It's not going to be very popular or loved. But usually when people post other people's images on the internet, it's usually not a positive thing. Unless they're advertising a musician or some kind of music video or they're reacting to like a comedian that they enjoy. But there's even popular comedians out there who are getting extremely annoyed at the idea that people are stealing their content and then playing them on their uh, channels. Even if they give credit and they do a reaction, there are some out there. Dave Chappelle is one of them. I watched a live performance by Dave Chappelle where he said that Netflix was doing things against his consent and he wasn't even able to get paid for it or anything. And that's essentially what happens. If I make a video and then some podcast comes along and they take the entirety of my video, they play my entire video while also responding to it, there's a good chance that there might be a few people who come over to my channel to see what I actually have to say. Or others are going to be like, oh, I already watched the video on this person's channel. There's been a lot of YouTubers who will steal entire videos. And not only will they do that, but they'll steal your name and who you are. They'll actually pretend as though they are you, which is the reason why one of the rules of YouTube and Twitter is that you're not allowed to impersonate people because that's a serious problem and also considered a crime in some countries like America. How do I feel about it? To be honest with you, I haven't had very positive experiences uh, personally uh, with people who uh, enjoy doing that kind of thing. I've had my videos stolen. I have had thousands of my videos stolen and people have monetized their YouTube channels and they've made money off of me is where I make nothing. I get nothing for all the work and time that I do. If it wasn't for the fact that I'm not in it for money, that I'm in it for actually helping people and trying to be people's friends and be a part of the community and socialize, if it was about money, then I probably would have quit many, many, many years ago. So I deal with it and I put up with it and so do a lot of people out there who sincerely care whether non-believer or religious or not. Everybody's got their reasons for why they do things. But in my personal experience, 90% of the people who ended up posting images of me, I noticed that they deliberately tried to find the most roughest pictures they could. I'm like any other person out there 
some days I look good when I'm on video. Some days I look nice. I'm well crept. Other days I just get ideas in my head and I hit record and I don't bother to brush my hair or trim up my beard and mustache. Sometimes I just let it all hang out. And I understand that if you're in a social setting and you're going to put public videos out there, you should probably like comb your hair, pretty yourself up before you get on video. But when I was doing all that, I guess I had convinced myself foolishly that people weren't going to be so immature and ridiculous and try to take me at my worst moments and <laughs> take pictures and frames of me whenever I might have been talking and I licked my lips. So they decided to take a screenshot of my tongue hanging halfway out of my face in order to make me look as... Uh, dumb as they possibly could and then narrate a story over me or whatever they wanted to make up that day i would have to say that most of the stuff that i have seen on twitter as well as youtube having to do with other youtubers responding to other youtubers or people tweeting or things that are trending are usually that around negativity it is not very often where you see, unless it's a video game, you'll see somebody posting, hey, check out this video game, it's really cool, or people will review it. Usually when people are dealing with other people on the internet, they're trying to embarrass them, they're trying to humiliate them, they'll claim that they're doing it because they're a comedian, and they will mask it with, this is comedy. We see a lot of people do that. Oh, I'm just being funny. I'm just joking as if they're not truly serious about all their insults and hatred. Which shows that the person's dishonest and they just simply want to put someone's name in the video and rattle away because they figure two things. It's going to get anybody who watches that person to come to their channel so they can get more views and get more money. And on top of it, they figure the person they're dragging through the mud will end up responding and then they'll get that person's audience to uh, find out what the next response or reaction may be the point is is that there's a reason why youtube and twitter comes up with these terms of service when youtube created the site and google bought it they wanted this place where people could come and be part of community and use the site for social discussion. That was the point. Twitter was supposed to be a place where everyone gets to talk about their views and their ideas. It wasn't supposed to be a little playground where little kids insult and tear each other apart all day. That's the whole reason why terms of service and community guidelines even exist. They want people to feel safe. Internet websites and social media sites want people to feel as though they can come along and talk about things and discuss things without being eradicated or destroyed. And the more and more that this trend continues on where people do this kind of thing, you start watching the stocks fall on Twitter as well as YouTube. According to Clown TV, they believe that the reason why Twitter's dying is because Twitter has enforced these terms of service. I do not believe that. I believe that the reason why Twitter 
is falling off the map, why it's dying, why it's crashing in stocks and everything else, is because for too long they allowed certain groups to have power and authority to embarrass and humiliate and hurt others, whether politically, whether on a science level, or whether people disagree with someone spiritually, or whatever. They allowed it to happen too long. And YouTube is also facing a lot of problems, too. Because there are millions of people who have watched other YouTubers annihilate other people, and they've seen things, even in my own personal life, I've had family members and friends say things like, Brad, I really, really thought it would be cool to get on YouTube and be able to make videos and content to entertain people and do great things, but then I watched what people did to you, and now I am afraid. There's pe I got family members as well as friends who are like, man, I don't want any part of that. That's scary. That's terrible. People drop your information. They do this and do that. Well, a lot of people, they see that happen. They see the unnecessary hatred in comments and videos and tweets. And they say, man, I don't even want to engage these communities. I don't want to be a part of it. Well, what that ends up doing is it not only hurts the ability to have positive communities out there who are trying to help out the human race, but it's scaring people away. And when it scares people away, it not only hurts the community, but it hurts what Google and YouTube and Twitter want the most, and that's money. If you chase people away, if you stand in the front of the door of a store and you're trying to sell things inside, but someone keeps on spitting on you and pissing on your feet every time you try to walk towards the store to engage the products inside you do that and it makes people turn away, well then sooner or later the rules are going to get stiff. People are going to start taking what's going on on the internet very seriously. And let's not forget that a lot of people on the internet have not only attacked particular people or specific people, but they've also went after businesses, they went after corporations, they went after a lot of things out there, and they've hurt a lot of things. Even in the entertainment industry, people out there have hurt people. I'll give you an example. I write books. There's some people out there who've never read my book in their life. They've never read it. But they decided that they are going to go leave negative things because they don't like me as a person. There are people out there who never watched a movie before and they criticize it and they cause audiences to reject it. And then the people who spent millions of dollars to produce a movie, it won't get seen because people didn't even watch it. They just simply said, oh, I didn't like the trailer. It looks like another formulated stupid movie. And you know what? It very well could be. It very well could be uh, the thing that a movie isn't going to be very good, but it can also be really good. I'll give you an example of that. I used to, when I first started doing YouTube, I used to watch what people thought about movies. And I remember listening to somebody that I actually 
used to trust, and they would say a movie sucked, it's terrible. So I decided I'm not watching the movie, then it sounds like it's going to be absolute garbage. I don't want to waste 20 bucks at a movie theater to go see it. Maybe I'll rent it whenever it's like a buck, you know, selling in Redbox or something. I remember somebody told me that the Transformers movie, the first one, was horrible. And everybody said, well, it's garbage. Why has everybody got to make remakes? But then I watched it, and I thought it was one of the coolest movies I've ever seen. It was There was so much nostalgia, so much wow, cool. It's so neat to see Optimus Prime and Megatron on the screen. This is awesome. I remember when Batman 1 came out with Michael Keaton, people were like, oh, this is going to suck. I hate superhero type of stuff. And then nowadays... Everything that has to do with superheroes is loved, and that's like the big thing now. Super Avengers comes out, everybody wants to watch it. And then, of course, people hate it on Superman, because everybody thinks that Christopher Reeves was the only Superman that ever was good, and it took a while for people to accept this new guy, who, by the way, is also the uh, main guy in The Witcher, which also is good. So, yeah... These people who do these kind of things, and their intention obviously is to make money and and bring business to themselves, but in the process they hurt other people. It's one thing if you actually watched a movie and then you make a video and say something. It's one thing that if you see a video of somebody that you don't like, that you make a video where you criticize or disagree with their argument and unpackage it and try to show why somebody's wrong. But if you're going to make a video where you're just making fun of somebody and putting a compilation of silly pictures that you took of them in the video, that causes a lot of damage. I could spend three hours on a podcast talking about all the many, many reasons why it is that I think that Twitter and YouTube should do this. In fact, I've already done a video where I discussed the fact that YouTube has removed dislikes from the ratings. I never did like likes and dislikes, even whenever I was popular and I was getting thousands of likes every single day on every video I did. I didn't like that. I didn't like it because I didn't want people seeing me as some kind of actor or celebrity or some kind of TV personality or something. I didn't want ratings it annoyed me. The only thing I wanted was people to come make comments and engage me and challenge me in discussion and be able to make new friends and be able to see how other people perceive it. Sometimes someone comes along like a Jordan Peterson and they make you think about something in a totally different way. That's what I wanted. I didn't care about some like or dislike besides Likes and dislikes can be cheated. People can come along and dislike your video and they didn't even make it through a minute of your clip. They don't even make it through your intro and they've already decided because you might have symbolism of Christianity or some religion they don't like or you're of the wrong political atmosphere and so on and they've decided simply to subscribe to your channel just so they can dislike every video all the way down the tube. Well... That's not fair, and that's not right to do. And I am glad that YouTube and Twitter and all these companies are going through this process to do this.
I feel like people have used the system to hurt other people. I feel like people make videos and sometimes use Twitter in order to weaponize it, in order to get push political agendas, and they're anti or even anti-atheism or anti-religious or anti-whatever. I myself, usually whenever I made videos in the past where I was disagreeing with a group or people out there, I usually, if I did talk about someone specifically, I would try to be as proper and appropriate as I possibly could. I didn't spend hardly any time whatsoever talking about their physicality or what a dumb person they might be. In the first two years, I would say I was a little bit more harsher. There were some times I said some rough stuff. But I tried to grow as a person and be better than that. But this is the way it is, and I like it. I like it. I think that people should ask for uh, permission before they take people's videos and imagery, their music, their art, and all that. Whenever I was younger and Napster was going through this thing and Metallica went after Napster for taking their music, I remember having a completely different view on it that, oh, I, Napster would probably help musicians by putting their stuff out there, that this would be a great idea that everybody should have this massive freedom of speech. I was all about, let's just do everything and share everything. But then I've watched the negative impact that it's had on society. And I realized, okay, this is the reason why things like the Bible exist and why Christianity exists. There has to be some kind of moral responsibility. There has to be some kind of foundation where someone has to get in there and moderate. I've done enough live shows myself and live streams at this point to realize that you can't just let people run rampant because people are out of control and they won't they won't take accountability for themselves and be responsible. There's a lot of unstable people out there. There's mentally ill people, there's narcissists, there's sociopaths, psychopaths. There's crazy people who will do anything and everything to try to get attention, and they don't care if they step on the skulls of other people. They don't care if they wipe out a family business just so they can get 10 more views on their stupid video. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I just hope that whenever this is set in place, which it looks like it's going to be done very soon, that people aren't going to also weaponize that system. I'll give you an example. Let's say that they won't allow you to post videos of Biden or talk about your views about certain liberals, but they'll allow you to get away with murder if you're insulting, let's say, a former Trump or something. Or if the company, the social media website, doesn't like, uh, let's say, Christianity, but they prefer Buddhism, the people who work for it. So they decide to nail anybody that has any criticisms about Buddhism, yet they turn around and do this. As long as it's fair, all the way down the line, and everybody's treated equally, that the rules stand for everybody and not just some political way for these billion dollar companies to wipe people out who are expressing themselves 
then I don't have any problem with it. But the more I think of it, that is really the only thing that would hold me back from the idea of accepting this and being totally cool with it. I like the idea. It looks good on paper. But I'm smart enough and intelligent enough to know. I've been around long enough to know that there's usually some kind of ulterior motive. And I understand that. So tell me what your thoughts are. Um, try not to get personal. Remember that if you say things that make sense to me and you make a logic, rational argument, logical, rational argument to me on why this shouldn't be the case, I'll be more than happy to allow you to challenge me and criticize my thought. But if you're going to criticize me, then tell me a better way. Just like Megadeth says, peace sells, but who's buying? If there's a new way, I'll be the first in line, but it better work this time. That's peace sells, but who's buying? Some of the lyrics. All right, with all that being said, don't forget to check out the links in my description. Don't forget to check out my books, music, art, yada, yada, yada.